So are you finding that you get spurts of enthusiasm when you're really racing along and everything's falling into place and then it stops? You have a cup of coffee, you have a break or what, something happens and you come back and you can't quite get motivated in the same way again. And then you struggle to get that enthusiasm going. Well, that's what I want to talk about in this week's podcast. Hi everybody, this is Trevor Lee. This is episode 148 of Better Presentations, More Sales. Now, one of the challenges when you're trying to put together a better presentation, when you're trying to win a sales pitch, when you're trying to work on something that will make such a difference to you, is that, I don't know about you, but I find that sometimes I'm really on it, you know, for 10, 15 minutes, I'm absolutely going. The ideas are flowing, the slides are going into place. If I'm using slides, it's all really happening for me. And that, you know, I can keep that going. But then, I don't know, after, a, after an hour probably at the most, suddenly I start to wane and I, I, I need to get up from my desk and I go and have a cup of tea or something. And then I come back and then it's just nothing. Everything's gone a bit flat on me. Do you find that? I mean, I found that particularly because I'm working more in my office, less with clients face to face, as I'm sure many of you are. So I was thinking about this. I was thinking, you know, what can we do about it? How can, how can we make it happen? And, it, and there were a couple of things that, you know, for this week that have made me really think about this in more detail. Firstly, that I was working with a client on uh, making calls. And um, one of the things they kept saying was, you know, I was encouraging them to pick up the telephone and make the calls. Because we know right now that we're bombarded with email. And I try to convince them that actually, if people, most people are working from home, then they, they actually now want phone calls because, yeah, isn't it great when your phone rings? Because, you know, nothing else is going on, is it? And, you know, you've got tons of emails, but, you know, there's no interaction with an email. But your phone rings and oh, chances are it will be a real human being on the other end, won't it? And, well, of course, there are the automated phone calls that we get still. But nevertheless, it could be a real human being. And it might be someone, you know, even if they want to sell you something, Okay, then it's a good chance to have a conversation. So that's why I'm saying to the people I'm working with in sales, you know, make those calls now. And then they're going, well, I don't really like making calls, you know, much more prefer email. And I'm saying, so what's stopping you making those calls? Why aren't you doing it? Well, I just, you know, it's just never the right moment and all that. So we then try to narrow it down and we try to find out when is the right moment. So I said to them, right, tell me, tell me your working hours. Because, you know, when we're working in lockdown and uh, working from home and things like this, our hours aren't necessarily nine till five anymore, are they? We might be working from six till eight and then there's a break because we've got to do a, you know, schooling or we might do a school run. And then we might do a couple of hours in the, later in the morning. We might be doing a couple of hours in the evening. So the people I was working with, I, and they did all have different hours, and I got them to kind of divide their day up into hourly slots. And then I said, okay, so, you know, generally speaking, which is your best hour? Of all those, let's say the seven or eight or nine slots on the thing, whatever there is. So which is your best one? And interestingly, the, the, I was working with a, a little group of about five people and they all came back with slightly different ones. Okay, I think from memory, three were in the morning and a couple in the afternoon. So then I said to them, okay, now this is your kind of version of the golden hour for you. This is when you're at your very best. So you're telling me you're feeling your most energized. You've got everything, you know, that hour is the key hour. So what I tried to say to them and persuade them to do was to say, okay, 
Stick everything in that hour. Make those calls in that hour and then no more. So don't even think about making calls outside of those hours. Just do it in that one hour. And it will make such a difference. And I've had some great feedback actually from them to say, yeah, <laughs> they get this. Because what was happening is that they were doing, you know, they were trying, they were putting off making these calls. And then when they were doing them, they weren't at their enthusiastic, energized best because they were just thinking, right, I've got to do a call before I can go and have a coffee. And, um, and of course, it wasn't, their heart wasn't really in it. And that will come across when you're talking to your client. And it's a bit like me recording this podcast right now. Now, this is going out on Monday, the 25th of January, and I'm recording this. Uh, let's have a look. It's around about quarter past four on Friday. And my producer has said to me, come on, Trevor, you've got to get this podcast to me before the weekend. So I've been building up to it all day. <laughs> okay? And actually, I've got, I'm, I'm feeling energised now, as hopefully we'll come across. And the reason I'm feeling energised is because this morning I was working, I had a, a client call this morning, but then mostly I was working on uh, something I've got a, I'm, I'm doing an online course for the presentation skills stuff. And uh, I've really got to try and get it finished by the end of January. So I've, I've, you know, I've, I've been working on it for ages, to be honest. So, so, but I've nearly cracked it. And I'm on the final P, the 7P model. I'm on the final P, which I've probably mentioned in previous podcasts where I'm talking about performance, which is the delivery. And I've decided to split that into virtual delivery and uh, in-person delivery so that it works for you in, or whoever you know, goes on the online course. It works for them both ways. So I was working on that this morning. And when you're kind of working on something like that, you know, I find that I can't then just suddenly switch and record a podcast. Now, I've been making notes about this podcast for, you know, several days, but I've been waiting for the right moment to record it. And then this afternoon, earlier this afternoon, I got invited onto a call with, uh, with Paul Hills. Now, Paul was the guest on the last episode, episode 147. And if you listen to that, you'll know that we were talking about his Zoom sign language. And he rounded up eight other people. So there's nine of us on a Zoom call. And he wanted to demonstrate to us in more detail and also get us to uh, help him create some more little videos. Uh, so we could, you know, he could show off how all the signs work and things like that. So it was great. And it was really energizing. So then I came back into it and I thought, right, I'm ready to go now. So I just finalized the details for this podcast. And now I'm recording it. So that's another example. So, you know, when are you at your enthusiastic, energized best? And of course, then the big question is, well, why can't you maintain that? Can't you maintain that pace for every hour of the day? Well, of course you can't. It's, it's impossible, isn't it? It's a bit like saying to Eliud Kipchoge, okay, you can run a marathon in, well, you know, in just under two hours, unofficially, but officially over just over two hours. But he couldn't possibly keep that pace up for like seven hours. I'm sure of that, which is what, you know, we're asking you to do or eight hours or nine hours, depending on how long your working day is, of course. So you've got to really pick and choose. And, uh, you know, this is I think this is a really important thing in when you're looking to create sales is to pick the time when you're really feeling at your best. And it's the same with presentations. When you're delivering a presentation, you want to be at your very best. Now, if you've listened to some of the podcasts where I'm talking about presentations, I say, you know, don't be somebody you're not. You've still got to be the authentic you, but you're not out to win an Oscar. You are just simply your best, doing your best, your best of you, if I think is the phrase that I use, for that amount of time. So, 
Here's the challenge for this week then. So as you go through this week, think about when are you at your best and what are the key tasks that you need to do this week when you've got to be really energised, really enthused? Because what I've noticed also during this period, of course, is that um, it's inevitable that there's always a bit of negativity coming in. And, you know, if you're, I'm working with some people, you know, where they've got children at home and they're trying to mix and match work with homeschooling, it's tough going, isn't it? And some of you listening to this will probably be in the same situation. And you know how hard that is. And then, of course, you think, oh, I've just finished that and I'm feeling a bit, uh, well, a bit, a bit sort of down now, really. And now I've got to make some calls. Oh, I've got to do a presentation. So what's going to happen? you're going to come across, even though you don't realise it, in those presentations and those calls as not being at your best. And that's going to inevitably rub off on the person at the other end of the line. If, you, if they get the impression that, you know, you can't wait to get off this call or you can't wait to finish this presentation, then that's not going to really enthuse them into action, is it? So here's the plan then, or here's the challenge for this week, is think about, you know, when can you around all the other things you've got going on in your lives, when can you, when you're wearing your work hat, be at your best? Is it four o'clock in the afternoon or is it nine o'clock in the morning? Whenever it is, and therefore slot into that the things that you really want to do really, really well. And the other thing, of course, with all of this is, is also trying to make sure that it's not just an enthusiastic spurt, So you think, yeah, great idea, Trevor, I'm going to do that. So Tuesday, you know, listen to this podcast on Monday, Tuesday, that's it. Two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to give it my all. You give it your all for two o'clock Tuesday afternoon. Then what do you do on Wednesday? You don't do anything. Or Thursday, you don't do anything. Or Friday. So, you you know, we've got to make this habit forming. And yesterday, uh, yesterday, which was Thursday for me, (laughs) uh, I've got to remember how to make sure I do the timings right on these things. But this week... Uh, and it was yesterday, Um, I delivered a webinar for a client of mine and um, they asked me to deliver a webinar for them on LinkedIn. Now, I'm not holding my hands up and saying I'm the greatest expert on LinkedIn by any stretch of the imagination, but I use it quite a lot. I know quite a lot about it. I've done a lot of research. Within my business services, I've got a free sort of PDF download, top tips to get you going on LinkedIn because, you know, most people aren't wizzos on LinkedIn. Most people are on there and they're hardly using it. So we did a webinar on it and uh, yeah, it was great and it worked really well. But the challenge I gave to them was the 10 minute challenge. And I said to them, right, all I want you to do now is spend 10 minutes a day on LinkedIn. And I explained to them where they could get that 10 minutes from. So I reminded them that they're now all at the moment working from home or one or two are in the, in the office, but the majority are at home. They're not going out to see clients in the way that they were. So think about all the travel time they've saved not just going to and from the office, but during the day as well. They're not nipping out at lunchtime for a coffee. I mean, hoping they're taking lunch breaks, but you see what I mean. So the point I'm trying to make is that those 10 minutes are easily gainable. They're there. All they've got to do is identify when the 10 minutes are. And of course, I'm not asking them to interact with people personally. I'm not asking them to phone them up. I'm not asking them to deliver a presentation to them. I'm just asking them to go on LinkedIn. And what I said was make a comment, share an article, Deal with your notifications. Just do something that's positive and that other people will see. And of course, uh, I remember reading or uh, hearing that you know, a thing from Gary Vaynerchuk about uh, LinkedIn. Some of you may have heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, social media wizzo. And he said, if you're going to comment on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn or even any social media, I imagine, make sure it's the best comment. So there's actually, there's something you could do this week as well. Why don't you take up the 10-minute LinkedIn challenge as well? 
There you go. You didn't know you were getting two challenges this week, did you? <laughs> so do 10 minutes a day and then have your spurt of enthusiasm for LinkedIn. And if it's only 10 minutes, it's only 10 minutes. So, you know, there we go. And, and you know, we can all deal with it. I mean, I'm just, you know, I just need, I'm the same as, as, as all everybody. You know, I am not able to keep that enthusiasm and energy going all the time. So what I do is I do all the stuff I really need to get stuck into in a call way, in a presentation way, and I try and plan that as best I can for the times I'm going to do that. Now, I run a booking calendar where people tell me when they want to meet in, you know, and that sort of thing. So I have to, you know, make sure that I know that and then I get ready for that and I kind of build up to it. So I'm, I'm ready and at my best when I'm on that call with them. But then I can also plan to do the kind of non, non-interaction stuff. So as I mentioned, you know, I'm working on this online course. I'm trying to finish my book on the seven P's of presenting. I'm working on an idea for a sales academy, which will help youngsters get into sales because youngsters don't go into sales. You know, they get trained for all sorts of things, but they rarely get trained to go into a sales role. And, you know, this, you know, and I want to I want to put something back. So I'm working on that. And then, of course, I've got this podcast every Monday as well. I've got to think about how I'm doing that. If I've got a guest, then the preparation, then when I've got the guest interviewing them, I've got to be sharp for that. I've got to be really energized for that as well. And do you remember Alex Goldfain last year? I can't remember what number podcast he was on, but he was on one of the podcasts in the last few months on this podcast and talked about his new book, Five Minutes Selling. Same concept. And he said, kind of do it first thing in the morning, spend five minutes contacting a regular customer. And if you don't get through, leave them a positive answer phone message. But his, his thing was, and you know, it's, when you think about it, it, it's a really great idea. When he talked about, we only really interact with our regular customers when something goes wrong. So Alex's brief was interact with them when, you know, just interact with them. Don't wait for something to go wrong. Get in there because you can have a conversation with them. You can find out what's going on. You can ask a couple of questions. You might develop leads. And again, you know, if you do that, you know, again, it needs you need to allocate the time to do that. And you just say, right, I'm going to be really on top of my game between, you know, 9.30 and 10 o'clock. I'm going to call regular customers and I'm going to check in with them and find out, you know, that's hung for now. That's 30 minutes. Crikey, that's six times more than Alex was uh, advocating. So let's say you do 15 minutes and you want to talk to three regular customers a day. It's not a great deal to ask, is it? But think of the benefits that that could bring to you if you just have conversations with them. And chances are they want you to ring them and they say, hey, Trevor, great. I'm really pleased you rang me because I've been thinking about doing X, Y and Z. And how do you feel when they say that and you come off the call? And of course, if you didn't make the call, you might never have known. They may well have taken it, you know, whatever they were thinking to somebody else. Because somebody else may have called them and they said, oh, yeah, glad you were calling, you know, Frank or Elizabeth or whatever, whoever it was. So there we go. So anyway, you know, it is trying to be, isn't it? We're all trying to aspire to, I think. When Umar Hamid was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he said, you know, we try and aspire to have a mindset of an A player. But, you know, not just for 5% of our time or 15% of our time, but for all of our time or 75% of our time. And that was what he was talking about. And I kind of get that. So there we go. There's the challenge for for this week is to allocate your energy and enthusiastic. When you're at your best, really do that customer interaction stuff. Deliver those presentations. Make those calls to those customers and you will get rewarded for it. No doubt about it. And indeed, you know, 
one of the, the first challenge I offered this year was to be a star of stage and screen. So how are you getting on with that? I'd love to know. So do drop me a note, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. Let me know you how you're getting on with being a star of stage and screen. Have you delivered some presentations this year? Did you do better pre- preparation? Have you done more practice? Has that worked? Have you gone into that thinking you are an A player for the next 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long it is? Okay, I think that'll do for this week. So get out there, find when you're at your energised most and make the most of that time. Really make that time count. You know, there's a great book, isn't there? Uh, what's the name of the guy who wrote the book, The 4-Hour Week? Tim Ferris, was it? Something like that. Was it Tim Ferris? Have I got the right guy? <laughs> I should have looked this up. Lack of preparation. But think about how you can be a really dynamic, hugely energised, enthusiastic person for that four hours a week. It can make a huge difference. I think we get a little bit obsessed of thinking we've got to work 30, 35, 40 hours a week. We can't possibly do that at the same pace. It's a bit like your average footballer, isn't it? You've got to deliver for 90 minutes every, what, twice a week, three times a week sometimes. That's all. The rest of the time you're getting ready for it. So take that into the into this week. Okay. Now, if you'd like to come on the show, if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, hey, I've got some really great stuff to share on sales, on presentations, then do come on the show. That would be absolutely fantastic. You know, just drop me an email, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. We do the recordings on Zoom. I'll send you my calendar. We can fix it all up. Doesn't matter where you are in the world. You know, we've had a lot of people from the States on this podcast. I'm in the UK. We've had a lot of people from Europe. We've had people from Australia on it as well. So it doesn't matter. We can make a time work for you as well. Okay, so that's great. And in the meantime, well, I've got something I just want to share with you. I'm going to give a big shout out quite soon because I've got a big launch on February the 1st. Now, this is a launch to, uh, this is a fundraising launch because uh, I have another podcast called Running 44 at 60. And um, I'm scheduled at the end of May in Cornwall in the UK to take part in a 44-mile ultra marathon event on the Cornish, on the well, on the southwest coastal path. From the UK's most uh, southerly point, which is Lizard Village, to the most westerly, which is Land's End. It's an iconic event. I did half of it last year as a, as a kind of getting a feel for it, and I'm doing the full one this year. And I'm aiming to raise money for the local children's hospice and their musical therapy. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be offering workshops, one-hour workshops. So that's 60 minutes, and I'm going to be charging just £44 plus VAT. So to keep the 44 at 60. So £44, 60 minutes. And I'm going to be doing three subjects, and I'm going to be doing them twice towards the end of February, throughout March and April. So... I'll be telling you more about that on this podcast, but it'd be great if you can then spread the word or maybe your company wants to get involved and put people on the the programs. You want to come on as well. And all all of the £44, it's £44 plus VAT, which in the UK is 20%. So it's it's the sterling £52.80, whatever that converts into your currency. Um, We're running them uh, in the mornings in the UK. So hopefully that, that might work for some of you. Okay. Anyway, more of that later. But um, yeah, so that's my challenge. One of my challenges for this year. And, you know, great to get your help to support it and, and promote it when that happens. All right. Thanks very much for listening. See you next week.